All right. So special interview time. Originally, we were supposed to get actress Adrian Ray from the game, but PR machine comes through in the clinch and gives us an amazing, amazing guest that we're presenting. Uh, you can check her out uh, on December 17th on Amazon Prime, a romantic comedy series called With Love. You might recognize her from America's Next Top Model or uh, When They See Us on Netflix. Um, so we're excited to present a great interview with actress and model Isis King. All right, guys, we have a special interview here on Below the Belt Show. PR machine pulls through. So um, when a guest cancels, we get a, an incredible guest uh, just to save the day. And we are so happy to welcome this amazing actress on BTB. Um, she's going to be in With Love, a romantic comedy series that will be dropping on Amazon Prime on December 17th. Uh, you might have seen her in America's Next Top Model. Of course, When They See Us, that amazing uh, miniseries on Netflix. We have Isis King here on BTB. Woo! How are awesome. you guys? Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us, Isis. Wow. So um, let's, you, you just mentioned um, before we started the interview that you were just at the um, red carpet premiere for With Love. Um, tell us about how that event went down with our friends uh, from PR Machine, including Mike Leota. Yes, I love Mike Leota, my publicist. Um, last night was magical. It, um, I feel like it took me so long to get to this point, and I've always imagined what it would be like. Um, I've been acting for 13, 14 years, but my very first series regular, and right. to be with um, Gloria, who is the most amazing creator and showrunner, um, and such an amazing cast, to be there with this long princess gown, it was amazing. We had so much fun. That is awesome. How many episodes did uh, the audience get to see? Uh, two. Oh. We saw two episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but, uh, all, all together is five. Um, yeah. But the episodes are hour long, like a full hour too. So okay. Um, yeah, we only watched two. Now, is this the first time you're portraying a Latinx character? Um, no. I feel like in um in the past. Uh, mm -hmm. Some have said I'm ambiguous. So throughout okay. my career, I have uh, portrayed um, different minorities um, and tried to honor them as best I can through storytelling and also being honest. And I'm just so thankful for a character like this who is so similar to me, who right. has so many. I, I even told Gloria at one point, I said, I feel like, do you have cameras in here? Like, are you watching my <laughs> life? Because... Um, <laughs> Following your like following their career, soul is an oncologist. They mm -hmm. have uh, their friends support, the family support, and now they're kind of their friends are pushing them to try to date. Um, and I'm like, shit, that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and soul is just a kind person, and I feel like for for the trans community, especially trans community of color, we're kind mm -hmm. of portrayed in media a certain way. So oh. to play a, a a character who is just a lovable family member who just wants yeah. to be happy is really refreshing. Now, did you actually date your doctor in real life? The, no. Okay. My doctors, okay. Are, my doctors in real life are like older Keep it women, a professional. you know, like before <laughs> kid, you know, no. <laughs> well, how was it the, uh, the audition process for this? Because uh, your the, the character is also transgender like yourself. Um, yeah. Were you kind of like the immediate decision? Um, you know, based on being an actual transgender actress, or was there a little more of a bigger process in securing the role? 
Also, I had a, a self, you know, it happened, I feel like maybe like February, March of last year. Um, the first audition was a self-tape, of course, through the pandemic. And then I love the character so much because, like I said, um, you would think you would get roles like this often, like auditions where you feel so familiar to the character, but you actually don't. Like for trans characters, we don't get characters like this who are just kind and have all these things. So right away, I was like, because I've been yearning for something like this. Yeah. I was like, like, I really want this role. I did the audition, didn't hear anything for five weeks. And then out of nowhere, my manager hit me up and said, hey, you have a call back tomorrow for this uh, audition. And it's through Zoom. And the creator's going to be on the call, all the casting, everybody. I'm like, it, it's been five weeks. How do I know if I remember? She was just like, Wait, this is what you want. With my manager, Brittany, I love her. This is what she always says. This is what you want, right? You remember. So I picked up the script. And actually, I was like, oh, wow, like, it is still in there. So um, I right before the audition, I never say this usually, but right before mm -hmm. the, the call back, I said, can you, I called my manager and said, can you pray with me? And okay. I feel even when Gloria got on and, and she told me a little bit more about the character and that soul, um, how they are with their family and they wear a cross. And I just happened to put a cross on for the second audition. And I was like, okay. I have on. I have on this and then you know the rest is history i found out um shortly after that i got the part but it was a, a pretty long process but i guess once the second audition happened it the rest was like quick and then my manager called me crying guess what and i'm like why <laughs> you know we've been working together for amazing. five years so you know it's been a journey with me and my manager and I'm just so thankful to be here oh wow okay. congratulations I was reading a little bit about you, and uh, at some point you mentioned that you want to be involved in a project that has to do with superheroes because you feel like a superhero yourself. Have you accomplished that, or are you still working on that? And how, where would you like to be in, <laughs> I guess? I haven't accomplished that yet, but me being someone who even yesterday realized, wow, I've really manifested this for myself all the way back when I was a background extra of top model and said, if I can do this, I can act. The roles might not be there, but I really want to do this. And working on my craft and the small parts came through until we kind of got to this point now, right? So I'm continuing to manifest all of it. Um, I'm the biggest, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comic book artist. I know one, oh, wow. like one comic mm -hmm. person recently said, oh, you know, these actresses always want to come in and try to get these parts. And I'm like, well, if you know anything about me, you would right. know that I actually grew up wanting to be a comic book artist and illustrator. And then I actually transitioned into fashion design, which is what I went to college for. But I still have a fashion illustration style that's based on comics. So like my that's actually my background. I've been the biggest X-Men fan since I was seven. When Me I saw too. the original <laughs> cartoon in two, uh, 1992. Mm -hmm. And um, since then, I love Marvel and DC. Of course, I would want to be in the X-Men project. But... I just want to be able to kick butt. Which, char like, which character, though? Powers. I don't, don't put me in the universe to be, like, a cop. Like, I want right. to... Right. <laughs> <laughs> which character? Any particular character? Um, okay, would... so Lashina, maybe, if it was a DC character, who I think she's she's pretty cool. Um, And even though I'm more of a superhero person, I feel like there are some villains in Marvel who I love, like Vertigo mm -hmm. and Spiral, who I think 
it would be awesome to bring Spiral to life with her six arms. And I said, always oh. say, like, Spiral twirls and teleports. I'm like, that's too much twirling to not <laughs> Or, you know, in the community. So um, I, I would love to play one of those characters or even a new one or even something where I get to be a creature or something. Um, I just want to have fun and, and, and show the weirdness. You know, I'm not well, afraid of, of that. We need I to put it. this out into the universe and hopefully yes. they'll yes. figure out a character for you. We yeah. manifest what uh, we put out, I guess, and hopefully yeah. it, it, it's coming your way. I appreciate it. I I receive that for sure. I, I just want to cry to like my mom or my manager and say like, I'm in this rehearsal and I'm like working out, you know, and I'm, it, I'm so tired and sore. That's what I want. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that point where I'm sore because my trainer's like stretching me to be able to do some crazy kick on a white. Like I'm, it sounds crazy, but hey, I was like pre-transition watching Top Model, thinking like, right. oh, I would love that, but I'm five seven and I wasn't, you know, I didn't even transition yet. So that happened. So if that can happen, anything can happen. Anything exactly. is possible. I can pair well. anything to that. Anything <laughs> to that is not far fetched. Right on. Well, I watched the trailer with love. If we can go back to with love for a little bit. Oh, it sounds, it, it just seems like such a fun series. Um, and coming from this big family, I feel like the Filipino families are very similar to Latinx families. Oh, Mahalo Oh, wow. Salamat. <laughs> so when, uh, you know, they, they, they said in the trailer, when you date someone, you kind of date the family because they're, yeah. the family is such a big part of the life. Of the life. Uh, what, what can we, what can the audiences expect out of this series? It's so amazing because you're going to see so many different love stories happening at one time. It's about five love stories. You're going to see it across um, age groups. You're going to see it across um, gender identities and orientations. It's really something for everyone. And for me, my family is just like this. Um, you have uh, trans, gay, lesbian, cis, straight. Like it's it's everything. And and I don't think it's far fetched for other families to feel the same. I think that you will find multiple people. At first I said one person, but you will find multiple people you identify with because I think all the characters, for me, I love all of the characters and you're just gonna see love story. You're gonna see people fall in love, refine their love. Um, mm -hmm. It's gonna be a little conflict, a lot of family drama and chisme. Um, okay. and chisme. Character, you get to see um, something you've never seen and that's a trans character find love in a holiday theme TV show or movie. Well, love is universal, so it makes sense. And it's finally something that's so versatile, but at the same time, so relatable. Because like, I can't wait to look and watch it and just really feel it in my heart, you know? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was gonna mention in the trailer, you, you mentioned uh, Be Afraid. I believe your character says Be Afraid. Oh, Be Afraid. Can, be afraid. can you allude to uh, what that could be about? Ah, uh, yes. So Jorge Jr., um, Mark, who's one of my favorite people, um, he bring his partner home to visit the family for the first time. So it was my character's soul um, meeting Vinny's character for the first time and saying, like, oh, like, our family is scary. You know, and it was kind of, <laughs> I, I like to think that um, Jorge Jr. and Soul, like, they're so close. They're the two queer ones in the family. And a lot of mm -hmm. times you kind of have that special bond with your family member who is also queer that is so different than everyone else and we've ended up creating that bond ourselves but I would probably be the one to say that jokingly to 
um, a new person, but um, I guess the family is pretty all over the place. So <laughs> maybe, maybe Saul wasn't joking. Oh, yeah, wow. are complicated, I guess. Yeah. But and I love loving. It's a really, really loving family. Yeah. And the cast, you can see even from us last night, like, it's, I'm so lucky to be with a cast that I really, really like. It's pretty cool. Everyone that, is so sweet. The chemistry is definitely important, not just the uh, uh, working, but at the end, you make relationships and hopefully stay friends and do other projects together. It's, it could lead to yes. anything. Yeah, that, that's the hope. And that's what Gloria did with Todd, who um, plays my love interest. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was one of her leads on her last show, One Day at a Time. And now he's here. So Gloria is just the best all around. And she's one of the funny. She's also in the show. And she's one oh, of cool. the funniest <laughs> characters. She's funny in real life, too. But her character, um, Gladys, is so funny. Yeah, she's the uh, creator of this series. And she... Mm -hmm was a co-creator one, one day at a time, which I think is really awesome. Is she, did she also direct a few episodes as well? I uh, know, but we had a different um, woman of color direct each episode. So, oh. well, actually one directed the first and the last, or was it? Yeah, but, but all different directors, all like powerful, amazing women. Um, the vibe was, it was just a vibe. Yeah. It was a vibe, it, it was, was a vibe, and I'm, it seems like a nice fiesta too. A lot of fun. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we had fun. We had fun. <laughs> like last night, we turned. We had the after party. Yeah. Turn up. It's a party. A little. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get ready right after this and do um, a screening with a few of them, and I'm interested to see how everyone, how everyone is doing today because I just got out of bed and threw myself together. Like, uh, I left at like 11:30. For me, that's like I'm not a night person, so oh, okay. you know, got there like six something for the carpet, and we yeah. by the time the uh, after party was like 11 something, I was like, oh yeah, oh. Gloria, Gloria can like turn up, because <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it. She was there right? every day from the very beginning to the very end, every day, and then double duty when she had to act. Or when her and Andy, um, uh, co-EP, like, had to switch something. I'm just like, wow. And always with a smile and positive energy. And, it, like, she really is awesome. a superwoman. And I love how it's a holiday series because there's a ton mm -hmm. of holiday movies. Mm -hmm. But how many holiday series are there? Not many, right? Yeah. Good point. And it's Good awesome point. because with this series, each episode is a different holiday. So you don't get oh. stuck. You don't get stuck. You kind of see this family and their friends mm -hmm. go through the whole year and some of their biggest moments, which are the holidays. So uh, we have a few. I think my favorite is Fourth of July. Okay. Um, just episode number four. We got to go on location um, in Malibu, and yeah, I have really fun. A lot of fun on that episode. Let me guess. The last episode is the Christmas episode. No, actually, that's the first episode. Oh, okay. Uh, the last episode, um, it kind of goes through a few holidays. You have to wait and see. It kind of ends on Christmas. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. But um, it it ends on a little cliffhanger. I'll oh, no. okay. Uh, okay. So any Can't wait to check it out. Any challenges uh, filming the show? That you I, the, I would say a challenge I had, it wasn't a big challenge, but it was something new for me, mm -hmm. um, filming with um, a child. Um, uh, one of the actors on the show, uh, they were 14, so um, you can only, they can only work a certain amount of hours. So for that 
episode in Malibu um, for the 4th of July. We were there and, you know, we got them on set. But, you know, to make it work so we could get all the shots we needed, there was a stand-in. It was like a grown, a grown woman who was the same size, though, with mm-hmm. like a wig that looked like their hair. And they sat there opposite me. And it was the first time I, I dealt with this. Mm-hmm. And um, and they wanted them to read with me to kind of get, you know, so they can get my angles from over their shoulder. So uh, they read, but they never saw the script. And he had a strong accent. And they're reading with me. And I was like, um. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have to, this is the first time that the child is being like really sassy with me. So it's like really expressive on my side. So I was like, um, Gloria. Can you? <laughs> so Gloria stepped in and they stayed there, but Gloria kind of was behind them and kind of read with me to kind of give me more to kind of bounce mm-hmm. off of. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when it was time to turn the cameras and uh, the child came, uh, Birdie came to set, Birdie was just killing it. And I was on the other side, like, like giving a real expression <laughs> because they were so sassy. And I was like, okay, see, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> But, um, but we had so much fun. And, oh, and I also wow. know for next time, um, hopefully we get a season two. And yes. I, w- I will be ready for that and know how it works when you have a child and you have a certain amount of hours. So when is my, when is my coverage, maybe a stand-in is there and I'll be mentally prepared. Prepared, right on. Well, I'd like to go back to When They See Us because that was such a powerful series. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Talk to us about um, your character of Norman, who's also Marcy. Um, mm-hmm. Any parallels with this particular character? Anything that resonated with you or related to you with this character? Yeah, definitely. So first of all, shout out to Ava, another queen. Like, yes. how lucky am I to work with Ava right? and then Gloria? Like, I right? really fucked up. I have to say that. Ava's um, amazing. So I wasn't kicked out of the house, right? But uh, at the beginning of my transition it was really hard for my family. And that was right when I moved to New York to transition because I knew that they would be a hindrance to my journey. So mm-hmm. I moved to, but even before that, like I have younger brothers, um, I'm the oldest of three. So even when Norman was there waiting for the brother, trying to keep them out of trouble, I've had that conversation with both of my siblings. Oh, okay. And then um, after the transition, uh, the family not understanding I could be at the beginning of my transition. It was really similar to that. And I'm not going to call you that name. Like all of that was really similar. But then also for me, I moved into the shelter in New York um, when I first moved there. And that's kind of when I got discovered. But in the shelter, I also heard so many stories from um, trans people who were in the shelter because they were kicked out. Um, but also wow. um, being in a ballroom scene and just hearing stories or working at LGBT centers like Hudson Pride or um, GMHC. I've heard so many stories. So it really resonated because I uh, I went through that partly, but it was enhanced um, the stories hearing from other people firsthand throughout my the beginning of my transition. So it was really, I was really excited to play a character like that to really show depth um, for my skills. But all, and also to play pre and post transition, which I don't think has really happened or been done. Um, yeah. And I was just really thankful because those are real conversations. And to see it from a perspective of the siblings is something we never really see. And um, for Corey's love for his sister and, and how that kind of transcended through this, through episode four, 
Mm-hmm. It was heartbreaking. You know, we never get to see that. We always kind of um, see trans people as sexualized or demonized, but like this is just a sibling who wanted to to survive and to be there for her brother, mm-hmm. and and that was really heartbreaking. And also, I love Nisi, so to see her in a Sears role and her yelling at me, I was yeah, there, I, but I was also like Nisi, yes, yelling at me. <laughs> so what a powerful scene, by the way, and and great acting by everybody in that scene, uh, in particular you, you 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 killed it. Um, and yeah, uh, so I, I agree know, with yeah, yeah, right. I was gonna say I, I agree with Al so much that uh, your acting ability is just phenomenal like i I was watching this and and crying and feeling for you identifying with you and i I just have to tell you thank you i really appreciate it thank you so much of course and of course working with jerrell jerome uh in two two big scenes uh how how was your experience with working with jerrell okay so me jerrell and me like jerrell is such a goofball and on set, I remember it was one scene where it goes when he's having a flashback when he's at the mm-hmm. beginning. So he's in a cell and I'm in a cell with him. So me, him and Nisi, like to start that scene off, we were in the cell with him and they're like, we're all acting silly. And then it's time to get serious. And then at one point, Jarrell was trying to make me laugh. And I was like, look, I'm only here for a few days. Don't get me in trouble. Like... <laughs> Because he just jumped right into it because he was already playing the character and it was at the beginning for me. So yeah. he's making me laugh. And then I'm like, oh, I need a minute. But um, I had so much fun with him. I had so much fun with him. He is so talented. When he won that Emmy, I cried. Right? Um, we had a picture of me, him, and the real Corey. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, I felt like I won the Emmy too. Um, I was wow. just so proud of him and what he commanded in that role. And then when I met Corey, and see his mannerisms and the way he talked, I was it was it blew my mind even more to know what Jarrell did. Like brilliant. Really brought out the persona of, mm-hmm. of, of Corey. Wow. And your your particular character, Marcy, was that was also based on an actual character a person, correct? Y- yeah, so funny little story. I was trying to I'm trying not to not talk so much. Um, so when I transitioned in New York, when I was in the shelter, I used to go to an organization, you know, during the day, you kind of have to be out of it, of the program. So I would used to go to this organization called The Door. And at The Door, you have to be like 21 and under. They like feed you. You can do like get on computers, Vogue, whatever you want. So some of the ballroom people who were like in that group would go into the section and we would Vogue. And it was this one um, young person named Vanity who... I was just dressing up at the time, um, but so sweet, amazing vulgar. Never thought anything about it. Like, we always saw each other. We always talked, everything. This was so many years ago. After it came out, I got a message from Vanity, someone who I haven't talked to in, like, maybe 13 years or so. And Vanity said, thank you for representing my sister so well. And the thing is, I heard, so... um, so Nisi, you know, at the end, Nisi's character had another baby. So the younger child ended up transitioning, ironically. And oh. I had no idea that that younger child, who mm-hmm. I knew as Vanity, ended up being the sibling. So when when she now transitioned to a, a beautiful woman, when she told me, like, thank you um, for doing my sister justice, and I thought about it, it literally gave me chills because I had no yeah. idea 
that it would be in a way a full circle. I had a connection to Marcy and Corey 13 years before I even like the, that the project. That is amazing. Wow. The parallel. That's crazy. He was crazy. meant to be. Serendipity. That's, that's, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. That um, is crazy. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, talk to you about uh, the controversy with Dave Chappelle. I was wanting to know your thoughts. Uh, oh. Wondering if you watched his uh, special, The Closer, um, and do you have an opinion? This on, is on... this is when I have a drink. Um, this is when I have a drink. <laughs> um, and if you won't, don't want to share your opinion, I'm totally we totally yeah, get it. Yeah, but then, yeah, I, I haven't, and I I would rather. Okay. I would rather not. Okay. Fair. Okay, what about some tyranny with yes. the next top model? Supposedly, contestants Ooh. made 40 a day. They had no residuals. They had to pay for their own food, which is according to Sarah Hartshorn. Um, uh, Takara stood up for Tyra. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're reality show contestants. And yeah. I know, you know, working you know, in reality casting myself in the past, know that at the end of the day, you know, you're contestants and yeah, you're yeah. going to get a per diem, but you're definitely not going to get anywhere near Tyra. But I think the whole uh, cancel Tyra thing is kind of a little blown out of proportion personally. I personally, I mean, I've said it in many interviews. I completely agree with that. Um, for me, like I was homeless. Like I got discovered and went on a show homeless. Um, I, I literally packed and left this shelter that I was in a way thriving at because I had a full-time job and he allowed me to save my money. Um, I left that to go to Top Model. I don't know if I was getting $40 a day, but I will say we were getting per diem, of course, like you said. Mm -hmm. I feel like, don't quote me, well, I mean, quote me because I'm saying it, but <laughs> I feel like when we were in the house, the per diem was around 150 Okay. And then, and then when you get eliminated and if you're being sequestered, the per diem was around $50. So I think the 40 was around right, but I think it was once you're sequestered, yeah. Um, depending on how long you sequester, if you get eliminated first, of course they're going to keep you until they get about halfway where they send the first batch of girls home. They keep you because for decoy modeling, mm -hmm. if they if they're somewhere filming out in the public, they have to have those other girls so you don't know which girls are eliminated. So they kind of sequester you at the beginning until you get about halfway, and then mm -hmm. they usually will go overseas and then they would send the first batch home. So if you're sequestered, if you get eliminated first or second. Of course, you're only going. You're going to be making like forty, fifty dollars a day because it's it's different when you're being filmed. Um, so for me, I was eliminated fifth. Mm -hmm. Um, but I managed to. I remember one girl blew like all of the money, and for me, like <laughs> I, I was, I, it was a good amount for me. Not, mm -hmm. I mean, now obviously it's nothing. Like I wish it was more, but I am right. walking away with almost five k. Um, because. Since I was like homeless, I was thinking about when I leave this, I'm eliminated or, you know, I can't spend this money because I don't know what's going to happen when I leave this. So I left with 5K and I ended up having to live on that for a few months because I ended up sleeping on floors and stuff when I got off the show and everything like that. Um, but I will say, I always say, I think it's interesting in looking at Tyra and the show through today's lens because... Mm -hmm. For me, I if I go back, I've recently came across some old pictures that were posted from like one of the fan pages with mm -hmm. all the old comments. And if I posted all the comments that used to happen towards me, 90% of it was saying, 
the opposite of what 90% of people are saying about me today. Like, that's horrible that, no, it was the opposite back then. I was afraid to come out the house for the first two weeks once the show premiered. And mm. I was a kind person on the show, but people didn't want to see me there. You know, they were horrible. So they weren't I just, ready yet. Say it again? They weren't ready yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and also Tyra is the face, but she's not the only one making the, the decisions you have. Um, Ken Ma, you have the network, you have so many other people. So mm -hmm. I was always think it's interesting that people think Tyra's the one that just makes yeah. the decision. So they're giving her all of the heat. They're um, right. Yeah. So so it's in, you know, I mean, granted, do I wish I made on All Stars we did get paid. I think that's the only season we got paid. It wasn't right. like a lot, but it was like thirteen and then after taxes like nine hundred per episode. Um, guaranteed for. I'm giving all the details, but you know, like somebody <laughs> already said the number. So I, I get like, I get residuals for that. I, every time okay. I get my $5 residual check, I feel rich, you know? Yes. Um, I do wish we were getting money and, and to think about how big the show was. Mm -hmm. I wish, I wish we did get paid. But, um, and whenever you're in the house, you do have to buy your own groceries and pay for your own laundry. But if ever you're on set or, or away on set, they do feed you. Um, and yeah, I, I think outside of that, you know, I just wish everyone heals and I wish everyone like happiness. It's tough. You know, I, I do wish we got paid. I need, right. you know, I, I was homeless. I left and still, still was homeless, but you know, I'm just so grateful for everything that's happened after the show, because if I didn't do that show, I would definitely not be here with you guys today. Wow. So, you know, everybody's story isn't like that, but that's my story. So I You've been like a trailblazer ever since uh, America's Next Top Model. I mean, you were the first transgender contestant and, and now you're, you're just breaking all these barriers. So uh, it's been a journey. Yeah. I'm just I'm here 14 years later. Like it's been a long time. I love it. But, and one more but, thing I want to throw out before we go. Um I'm reading that well one source said Annapolis once said Laurel, but I'm from Baltimore County. Uh tell us about your Baltimore roots. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I don't know where they ever got Annapolis from. I never live in Annapolis. Um, okay. I'm from PG. PG. And, okay, so Laurel was correct. I I lived all over PG, so I like to just say PG. PG the last County. place I lived was Laurel, so and I lived there the longest, so I can say Laurel, but it's weird because I lived in New Carrollton, Fairmont Heights, yes. and like so many other places, but I just still say PG. PG girl. My ex-boyfriend was in Baltimore, so I was always there. But I mean, Oh, well, there you go. But <laughs> and how, often do you get how often do you get down uh, back to the, the DMV? At the beginning of the pandemic, I went twice. Okay. But then my mom just moved out, but um, okay. all my family's still there. So I want to go back and, and visit again, like when not crazy circumstances. Um, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I used and to Anna? more. When I used to live on the East Coast, I used to just ride a like $20 bus down because I'm like, okay, exactly. why would I pay all that money when I can spend? I'm just that person. I can spend $20 mm -hmm. on a bus. Why would I spend hundreds mm -hmm. to fly down for four hours? Yeah. I got so used to doing it. It was nothing. So and when I lived in New York, I would just go all the time. But now I'm on the West Coast. You're in LA now, for, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been here for five. I've been here for five and a half years now. And okay. now it's just like, oh, I want to travel. I want to go there. I want to go there. And then it's like, oh, it's wow. just so much more effort. Even going <laughs> to the airport here is just so much effort. I know, it's a little more effort. But hey, the holidays are coming. I'm sure uh, you want to see your fam, you know? No doubt, right? I do, but I'm not traveling for the holidays. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna all, be a headache, all of the probably. flights. Say it again. It's going to be a headache probably with the 
Yeah, and then all the I have friends who like flew recently, and all the flights got canceled, and I'm just like, and I have a puppy right now that I got oh, yeah. him a few months ago, so it's just like, I yeah, I just travel with him. I'm like, if I travel with him. I want someone to travel with me the first time. I don't know. I'm just, it's going to freak me out. I want somebody there with me the first time. I don't want to just jump into that process by myself. Like I have a like rambunctious little Yorkie, you know, and it's like, those are so cute. I don't, I'm, oh. I'm nervous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, Isis, wow, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. One thing you shouldn't be nervous is how great your series is going to be. Uh, the reviews I've, I've read are great. I can't wait to see it. December 17th. Yeah. With love. Con amor en español. Right? <laughs> All episodes up. So binge it. Tell your friends. Okay. Watch it twice or three times. Let Maybe four. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. All right. And before we let you go, Isis, if you could let us know who you are. Throw out a plug for With Love. Whatever you want. And let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Hey guys, I'm Isis King. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Isis King from With Love, premiering December 17th on Amazon Prime, and you are watching Below the Belt Show. Yes! Awesome. <laughs> Let's do a snapshot on the count of three. One. Okay. One, two, three. There it is. <laughs> Tyra taught you the smizing, right? <laughs> My manager yesterday was just like, you don't never smile in your pictures. You you look, I'm like, okay, but when I smile, I have this big old smile with all these teeth and it takes away from the fierceness of the photo. She was like, but your cast me start smiling. I'm like, yeah, but I look goofy when I smile. I'm trying to look fierce and be, I'm trying to be a character. I'm so goofy, but it's like, I get on there, I'm like, that's awesome wow isis thank you so much best of luck uh, with the series can't wait to see it definitely a pleasure thank you so much have a great holiday happy holidays happy holidays bye-bye bye